let the record show Mike does not respect people's traumas that they deal with. <laughs> After what age do is your trauma no longer your parents' fault or anybody else's fault? It's yours. 30. 30. 30. Between 30 and 35, <laughs> you got you got to get it together. So, it just don't even matter. No, it it matters, but but you got to you got to do something. You know, like we talked about it before the pod. You sat out in the rain, you can't just be like, man, it's wet out here. <laughs> oh, you got to do something, right? You got to either bring out an umbrella, you got to take yourself inside. You have to do something now, and then not only that, right? So let's let's use that analogy: being out in the rain in a thunderstorm. There's things that you could do that keep you from getting wet that could still be detrimental to your health, right? Like if we're on the golf course and it starts thunder and lightning, we know to go directly back to the center, right? You don't go under a tree because if you go under a tree, you're more likely to get struck by lightning than you would just standing out. Mm. So when you have trauma, you have to do something, right? But then you also got to make the right decision. So if you have traumas and then the way that you respond to your traumas is now you, you know, you're aggressive, you get in fights, you have bad, you know, you got poor sexual management skills. Well, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you are doing something right, but you, you're standing on a tree in a lightning storm. You need to do something whereas you got to get to the, a base, a home base to your trauma. So not nah, like when y'all are 30 plus and y'all telling me something that your mama did to you, your daddy did to you. I do look at you like you're stupid. Now, like I said, sociologists would disagree with me. Psychologists would probably say I'm wrong, but I'm neither. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just I'm a citizen out here in the world and I don't want to see grown people not doing things to make themselves better. You know, um, which is funny that you said that because I didn't tell you this part. So. um. Last week, I was looking at a couple of people who I follow, and they're going through it. And I think me and Laws had this conversation all the time. Like, people are really going through it on social media because they're, they're living these fake lives online. And when people are not picking up on it, yeah, they do get depressed. Me and Laws always give you credit. And I mean, I don't mean to give it to you on air. But we always give you credit about the whole, like, this generation is, uh, or the millennials are, like, narcissists. Yeah, narcissistic and depressed. And, like, and it's it's interesting because you see it in real time. I'm I'm literally watching it. But the point is, I had made a tweet and I was like, nothing is worse than expecting people to know your traumas versus you dealing with your traumas. Yeah. Because when, you know, and I, and I look, I don't know how y'all out here dating. Because it's like when you meet someone. And their trauma, and they deal with trauma, bruh, and you don't know it because you don't know this person. And then, you know, with social media, you're trying to figure out if this really them online or if this is really them that it's, you're it's, it's not to. them. It's it's a character. It's who they, who they wish they were. Yeah. And, and, and these relationships, I mean, they'd be weird because I can't, like, when I see people and they're out and then, like, they don't talk to their significant other, they don't communicate. <laughs> I feel I feel bad for them because I'm like, man, that's not, that's not a real relationship. That's... That shit is trauma bonding, if we're being honest. <laughs> like it's just two people dealing with the same traumas, and they're like, "Well, if we deal with it together, we don't have to deal with it. we don't have to deal with it in the world or anyone else." And I mean, I, I I really do feel I feel bad for them. I do absolutely. I feel. Look, we say this all the time. Um, y'all just like to say it. Well, they don't even say it no more in twenty twenty two. Go to therapy. Um, well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, go to therapy or at least start reading. Like, I'm not even trying to tell you like to go to therapy because mm. it's it's such a moniker, you know. Like, oh yeah, just go to go to therapy, right? Seven out of a hundred black men go to therapy. Ten out of a hundred black women go to therapy, right? So nobody's fucking going to therapy. So I'm not even gonna say it no more because nobody goes, right? But you, it, it, it's said as a as an insult now, mm. right? Ooh, you need to go to therapy. Well, like no shit, right? Like if I got a broken fucking arm, you see that motherfucker flailing everywhere, you know, you be like, oh, you need to go to the hospital. Well, no shit. Right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Help me, you know? Yo, 
shout out to the sister on Facebook who, when I told her, I believe that, um, I was talking to her about how I believe photographers should get paid for models, quote unquote models, right? And she looked at me, she goes, yo, I think you should get checked for mental health, for your mental health. And she, we was going back and forth. And I told her, I said, what's funny is, because of my beliefs, as a black man, if I would tell you a black woman, you should go to therapy because yeah. you believe that you deserve to get paid, you would cancel my whole damn business. <laughs> Shorty then deleted her comments. You know, she tried to hide them and shit, but they were still there because too many people started liking shit. You know, yeah. Facebook had a fun with stuff. But I thought that was so funny. Um, No, yeah, you would, you, you most definitely get canceled. And this is like, yeah, people... People should go to therapy, like absolutely. And, and, and I and I'm a firm believer that people should go to therapy with someone that looks like them or have the same experiences of them. So I just, and I just want to add that on the end. Like if you are a you know black woman, you probably should go to a black woman therapist, mm -hmm. right? African American, right? Because she's going to deal with things that's very very similar, for, you know, for you. If you are a black man, you probably need to go to a black male therapist. If you're a white man. Probably need to go to a white male therapist, right? You probably don't need because most therapists, the reason why they're in therapy is because they have this this idealism of helping people, right? Like mm -hmm. the reason why majority of nurses, you know, would be in some type of servant field, regardless, right? Mm -hmm. Most teachers would be in some type of teaching field, regardless, right? It's, it's kind of who you are. So when people are in therapy, it's a lot of times they have also dealt with things. So if you find someone that's like you, it's a good chance that y'all can communicate and and figure out how to work through that trauma. Hopefully you don't trauma bond and cause trauma bonding is a real thing. Absolutely. And I, and, and, and look, and I know a good bit of therapists that I would be like, whoo, boy, I do not know who goes to see this girl or who goes to see this guy, <laughs> <laughs> but they are, they are therapists and they could be good at their jobs. So I'm not saying that they're not, I'm just saying you probably should go. It's probably the one time you should probably be more segregated than what we are. Absolutely. And then um, to all the brothers out there, please, some of us got to start studying psychology. Some of us got to start um, going past and getting our masters and our doctors in this field because it is hard. My homeboy hit me up and he said he needed a therapist. Could I help him? And he knew this because I had a therapist on my photography podcast. Mm -hmm. And I remember having her on. Shout out to Sierra, a black woman. And I hit her up. I said, yo, do you know what a black male therapist are? And she said, yo, I'm going to keep it real with you. This is a website. And I'm going to get the website. We'll put it in the comments. Um, she said, it's not a lot. No. And she said, and it's not a lot in each city. And she said, it's tough because, you know, black men aren't going into that field enough. Yeah. So that, you know, y'all can get the help. But she said, look, check this out. Tell him it's a lot of virtual stuff. So, you know, you can do that. But, it, you know. Yeah. It has I, to and I would recommend virtual stuff over sitting on, on someone's couch. Download Talkspace. And then just put in your notes that you're looking for an African-American therapist if you're a man. Uh, mm. And I'm saying that because this is a Black Dads Club podcast. Somebody going to clip this and be like, hey, such a massages. And then they go back to the link and be like, oh, it's Black Dads Club. But <laughs> Y'all love saying that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so go down, um, download Talkspace. It'll probably work with your insurance and request, and, and it'll work with your EAP. And just put in the notes that you're requesting uh, African-American therapist because then it'll link you with a therapist. Anywhere in the country. Facts. And with that, I do want to, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to clear my throat. I was listening to one of the other podcasts and uh, my voice was so weak that I told Mike, you know, I told Mike and Laws in here that I'm going to have to, you know. Man, you can't worry about it. First off, I hate my recorded voice. Why? Second off, when I'm excited, my voice goes up. Definitely I do, does. I do not sound like this in real life. I'm way more smoother and with the ladies. 
than what you hear on this podcast. He's mean. So <laughs> I'm going to leave that at that. Um, I do want to welcome everybody to the Black Dads Club. Um, I appreciate y'all. Shout out to a couple of people. Shout out to my boy. I don't know if you want me to give his real name. Shout out to Mr. Floyd. He know who he is. Um, I shot his wedding. He's super cool. He got two. Uh, he got two actually sweatshirts from us. So I appreciate that. Um, also, shout out. Let me do the hand claps. Shout out to Kayla and Steven. Steven, excuse me. Um, they just got married on Sunday. They are the. Um, the white couple that we was talking about like a couple weeks yeah, ago yeah, yeah. who actually listens to this podcast. So shout out to them, man. Um, can't wait to see y'all be parents because I know it's going to be dope. And the kid going to have a great food palette. It's cool when you meet like people. Um, one of their um, give up, what you call them? Gifts when people leave? Favors. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, one of their favors was seasoning. And so it was cool because it came in like an actual like seasoning thing. And I'm like, yo, that'd be dope because they both is like in the field and oh, okay. culinary and stuff like that. Nice. So I thought it, and it smelled good. I haven't tried it yet, but it smelled good. Um, but shout out to them. Um, also, it is the end of the year. Y'all know we try to give y'all a tip every podcast. I be forgetting. It's the end of the year. When you're out here making goals for 2023, please make sure your kids and the mother of your child or whoever is on those goals list. Um, I think it's super important. A lot of times we look at work, we look at physical, um, and we think about mentally and emotionally stuff that we're going through and we start making goals for that. But it is always important to say, yo, uh, where do I want my son or my daughter to be next year? Like, do I need to help? Do I want them to be further in reading? Do I want them on this yeah. certain level? Um, super dope. I'm doing family sessions and one of the couples got a three-year-old. And so I was talking to them, and he was like, yeah, um, currently she's reading quantum physics for babies. And I'm looking Goodness at him like, gracious. bro, and they black. <laughs> and I'm looking at them, Mike, and I go, mind you, the, the wife, shout out to Tasia, she's the smartest, uh, top five smartest people I know. Gotcha. And her man ain't no slouch. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I've been knowing Tasia since the fourth grade. But it didn't shock me that they had a kid reading that, Yeah. right? And then I was talking to my boy Jamar this morning. I was telling him like how I was just impressed and thrown by that. And the thing that um, Jamar, me and him started getting into, your family can't reach certain heights if you don't push them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's levels out here. We don't want, never want to say that because it sounds fucked up. No, it's um, definitely it's and, definitely levels out here. And if and if you need to see it in plain terms, um, Beyonce and Jay Z kids are going to reach certain heights. Because they already have $2 billion to start off on. Yeah, right? I mean, look at Alex Isley. Like, you know, the way that she was able to break into the music industry. And, mm -hmm. you know, like she, there, she's way talented. But, like, will we know who Alex Isley was if she was from um, Gastonia? No. Probably not. Uh, yeah. No. So, I mean, no, there's definitely benefits and levels to having access to things. And the, and the dope part is you get to start your kids off there. So, I'm just saying, create goals for your kids. Um the mother of your child, whether you married or not, create goals for her, even if she on your ass. <laughs> just pray. You might just need to pray for her every week. And let's know? make sure that we, you know, <laughs> we having babies uh, with women that we want to be married to. Absolutely, because this women it, that we are married to, not want to be married to, because <laughs> y'all take advantage of that. Let's let's make sure we have babies with women we're married to, man. <laughs> but look, create those goals. Um, somebody had a goal in mind, and five hundred k was a part of her goal. 
<laughs> Young Miami, aka I don't even know if this story is real. Honestly, it don't matter. I, you know, I, I I found it. I mean, I, I read it. I don't know how true it is. It, they did say that she stopped following Diddy and take and, you know took pictures down. So I guess they broke up. Let but, me tell y'all, this story is real in my head. But the reason why they're saying that they broke up though is because he cut her allowance. He he cut her allowance more than half. Um, he took away what's that sixty percent? Look at me doing good math. Uh, he cut, yeah, yeah. Um, he cut her allowance from five hundred to two hundred k a month. Six million dollars a year. He cut it, Bruh, There's there's no box in the world that I'm paying six million dollars a year for. Nice, but he get all the box he want because remember she came out and said we single but we dating. I know that, that was cold for that, bruh. Did he single and he dating? Dude, six million dollars, like, and and. <laughs> Like real talk, a lot, a lot of, a lot of entertainers. Reason why they don't go far in music and <laughs> acting is because they do this right here. Now I don't mm. know what we call this. I don't know if we're gonna call this sex work light, uh, <laughs> but it, it, you know, like here's sugar daddy. Yeah, but but yeah, so like that's sex work light, right? So you remember, <laughs> so you remember the story with uh with, with Hard with the hundred K last year. And somebody else had paid the same chick 100K. Mm -hmm. Like, that's sex work light, bro. Like, yo, I don't blame the women for getting the money, but I do think, I do think cutting it from 500 to 200, I mean, he tricked off too much in the beginning, but damn, 200, like, you know, 200K a month, you're going to be like, so here's my thing. I ain't going to fuck with you. Now, all right, I wonder if this is a scenario of, Yo, I make you an employee of my company, and now that's a tax write-off. Because it's certain people, and I remember um, Joe Budden actually shared this on his podcast. He and he's he explained how some of these guys, ten ninety nine they they woman, give her um, a month of allowance, and at the end of the year they can write that shit off. Oh yeah, and I, I definitely believe that. So all right, would you do that to your girl? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if I had that kind of money, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, yeah, it's tax write off. Look, so I wanted that. Now, here's my thing, and I can't like. I hate when these hot these city girls, and I do have a question. I want you to start thinking about this. What age do you think city girls have to stop? Like, what age do has? Just think of that. But um, the reason why because <laughs> yeah, try to get me canceled. <laughs> absolutely, these city girls. I look at it. Nothing about Diddy. And Young Miami struck me as relationship goals like this shit was going to last. Yeah, nah. Um, Diddy only had Cassie around his arm for all those years. Then she leaves. She's doing great. She has a family. She's happy, right? Um, Diddy in past relationship, nothing struck struck me as that. And if you ever hear Diddy talk, he has a God complex about him. And it's very much like, yo, you bow down, you do what I say type shit. So when I see her at the BET Awards with a football sign, Jumping up and down, it's like, girl, will you be here in a year? And then when it comes out like, no, I'm single and date, you know, we single and we dating. I took that as no, you you dating, he single. Yeah. And y'all fucking. Excuse my language. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, so you asked the age. Um, Diddy left young Miami at twenty eight. He didn't leave her. He would just he just cut her back. And he left Cassie at thirty two. So here's the thing. If if you are sugar daddy or if you're tricking out here, uh, which is different simping. I do believe that you do have to give a woman the opportunity to go out and find her her life, right? Mm. So she has to be able to go out there and get married and have children. Because so, what age it has to stop? I mean, gosh, you could probably you know do sex work like late thirties, early forties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some women are that attractive, 
But I think that if you want to have a family, though, I think that as the man, you probably need to let the woman go um, late 20s, early 30s. I, I think what Diddy just did, like 28 to 32, that's probably the age where you got to you gotta give it up. Yeah. I, you got to give it up. I think city girls got to start retiring probably around like 34. They ain't doing that, though. They not, but they miserable. They, well, that's a different conversation. That's not our show. That is not We're our not show. We're not going to even talk about that. Well, I, <laughs> we can yeah, talk about we it on should, Patreon. Look, because <laughs> I was about to get into it. But, you know, the one benefit women do have, um, they can have kids. It's up to them if they want to have kids or not. You know what? You but know, we, need something. You know, I argue against that, though, because that should not be their case. Because I think it's very selfish to have a child without being I'm not, committed to the other parent. That's for the pa- Patreon that ain't what we're doing. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, it is in a benefit that they can, yo, I can choose to have a kid. I can, you know, whatever. I can go to the, you know, I can go to the sperm bank and get They're a kid. They're not doing that, though. They're not. They, they, I'm not they, saying yeah, what they, they yeah, doing. They, 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 they hitting up good dudes and then, you know, being like, yeah, I don't want to do the things that a good dude need to have a baby, which is why we tell dudes like, yo, ovulation wonder, strap that shit up. Uh, pull out, but get, you know, strengthen your pull out game, <laughs> and don't you know what I'm saying like don't have a baby with a woman that you don't want to be married to. Because I I do see a lot of situations where it's like, yo, if I had a, if I have a kid with her, no big deal, but I don't want to be married to her, and that mm. that's that's a that's a backwards that's a backwards thinking. We got to fix that. Um, something you do need to fix if your wife uh, has a jujitsu um instructor, you might want to be scared. <laughs> um. <laughs> Tom Brady has not been divorced for no what? No more than two months? No more than two months, man. Maybe no a month. Maybe a month. Uh, Giselle is out. She living her best life. She's out with the jujitsu instructor, bro. Yeah. Like, she just posted a video of her and this dude back in February. Yeah. I, bro. What's the big deal? I don't get the big deal. I mean. What's the, the big deal? The trainer, bro. Like, it's so cliche. The, the, the woman fucking the trainer? Well, she got money. She don't need the dude. No, she don't need to do, but but she also doing part two, which is she got the kids around the dude. Uh, <laughs> I, so you you have more knowledge in this arena than me, because you that's something a talk that you have had to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now so here's the thing: I, so women I are going to do what they want to do, right? Absolutely. So, so, so you can't <laughs> you can't stop the woman from having another man around your children, right? Okay. Now, but as men, we don't have to say, well, that's the right thing to do. Okay, right? true. Like, <laughs> true, 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 true. That's not, yeah, that's not, that's not the right thing to do. Most men do not bring other women around their children. That's, I hope not. Majorly, that is majorly true. Now, there's Oh, shit, now I'm going to clip that. They're going to fire your ass up. Yeah, I mean, I don't, that I don't mind because they know that's true because they need to chill, right? And, and this, is not even, this is not even a black woman thing right here, right? Because Giselle's yeah. not a black woman. Well, she, she is Brazilian, but that's a whole nother conversation. That is. That is. It's a little <laughs> but, everything but she's, not, she's not passing. <laughs> Look. As that. She's passing as something else. Yeah. But, you know, like, so she got this guy and the kids. She probably paid for the trip. Now, look. Yeah, you $500 million up. You paying for everything. Don't, don't get it twisted. I would not mind Giselle tricking off of me, right? Absolutely. And I'd be around them goddamn kids. So I'm being a little bit hypocritical Absolutely. right here. Absolutely. But what I'm saying is she should want to do better, man. Like, as as Brady, right? If, if Tom Brady, you know, probably the greatest quarterback of all time. Okay, you you can argue go. it. I'm, one of the richest athletes of all time. One of the most famous men <laughs> on planet Earth, right? Okay. Now, look, I'm not feeling bad for... MAGA hat Tom Brady. Like, don't don't yeah, don't get it. I'm about to say, where are we going with I don't, I don't feel bad for him. But if he's not safe, no man is safe. Well, I don't I don't I don't get the big deal. She came to this relationship with the most money. 
She's leaving with the most money. Let's go ahead and get that clear. Yeah. So you ain't the breadwinner here. Not that you need her, not that she needs you. So money ain't the factor is what I'm trying to get here. Um, I'm going to assume both of them was faithful, even though I do have a rule. No athlete is faithful when he playing. Like, I'm going to go ahead and kill that for y'all ladies now. Um, I told y'all that from past experiences when I used to work at somewhere and I used to see y'all mans come up in there. I'm going to go ahead and leave that there. No man is faithful that's an athlete. But y'all keep saying that y'all want basketball and baseball, soccer and football players. Well, Whatever. I don't I don't I don't I think once you make a certain amount of money, I don't think women really mind sharing you. I think I think it's more I think it's more speak than actual actuality. That's fair. And look, all of y'all who got athlete men, y'all didn't y'all didn't got around me enough to know that I I say this in front of y'all too. Now, I ain't going to never out any dude that I've been around cuz I didn't seen a couple of y'all wild the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, we ain't gonna do that. Yeah, this ain't uh, the Breakfast Club. We ain't gonna I, I'm, get I'm gonna almost assume that she's aware of it and she yeah, allows it. And she allows it. Yeah. So, but if anything, if he ain't cheating on her with another woman, he definitely been cheating on her with this damn job because he was supposed to retire in New England, and he, he and we said he up. was wrong for that, right? Like we we yeah. literally said that, like, yo, like if you promised her this, you promised that it was gonna be a family, that you are wrong for that. Like we actually gave Tom Brady the business probably like one of the first episodes this season. Yeah. Cause it was kind of weird. Yeah. Right? Cause we was just like, come on, dude, take it, take your butt home. Right. But you should have been going home, but he probably knew bro was at, at the crib. <laughs> Evidently. I mean, I'm just saying that timeline, like boy, like fellas, this is why I always tell y'all, man, if you leave bro, like yo, block her on social media, stop following her shit. Hell the only thing that she's trying cause the only thing she's going to try to do is under just piss you off, man. You don't follow none of your exes. No, no. <laughs> Well, I mean, no, I'm still friends with exes, but they're like, they're like women that we, I was kicking it with for a long time. Like we, it was, wasn't like uh, a girlfriend boyfriend type relationship. But like anybody I was girlfriend boyfriend with, no, I'm not friends with. Them. Yo, shout out to all the men that still follow their exes just to make sure they're doing bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't have time for that. I, I hope all my exes are doing. Some of them are actually doing really, really well. That's good. Would you go back? No. Why not? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm not. Why not? There's someone watching. No. <laughs> Let's go leave it at that. Shout out to y'all for still being supporters. They are, because we are friends and we are cool. And, I, and I'm going to get ate up when they listen to this. And be like, what do you mean? Girl, we, Look, we talked about this a decade ago. Y'all know what's up. Um, Speaking of, let's transition to the Maori twin, Tia. So, Tia. Not Tamara. Shout out to Tamara. I hope you. Yeah, doing I can't well. tell them apart. You, you could have said any name, and I would agree. Nah, with I you. just know it's Tia. I can't tell them apart. Somebody, <laughs> I hate when people with twins be like, "You don't see the mole on their face?" Like, no, nobody looking for that. They both pretty. They both look the same to me. And one face is rounder than man. If you don't shut so, that shit. Yeah. Up. So they say she was kind of shading um, Corey. Now, what's crazy is Corey actually he back working now, but she was kind of shading him. What? What? Hold on. The assumption was she clicked. She liked the fact that someone had posted. How men never financially support women, and then mm -hmm. that makes women want to leave them or whatever or whatever. I don't think she was actually shading him per se, mm. but I do think she feels away and she just didn't think folks she liked it. Like I think I think she liked I think she read it and she liked it, forgetting that she was celebrities so or her likes gonna show I, up. That part, like, <laughs> look. You celebrities, y'all have to realize when y'all like something, Instagram is gonna make sure that. Either whoever is viewing it is either following you to show you that, like, let's say Mike likes something on NFL.com. It's going to show me Mike yeah. before it shows me random person 2.0 has liked it, right? Yeah. And if you're a celebrity and, you know, we cross in paths, then, yeah, you're going to show up. So that part. Um, but, to, but for them to write a whole article and say she got tired of paying for everything, 
I, so I, look, I do have a question for the ladies that are listening right now. Mm. Right? If you're out here and y'all being little boss babes and y'all making all this money, what is the benefit of that to a man if you have no intentions of doing anything for that man financially? Like, what would be the benefit of a woman making a fuck ton of money Okay, if the moment, you know, she gets mad at the man or she's no longer with the man, she's like, well, I had to pay for anything, everything anyway. Because men bitch all the, all the time about taking care of women. And now you don't have to do that. Do men, do men bitch about taking, you know, I guess they do. Because cause I, I didn't know it was yeah. so many of y'all shitty dads out there, to be honest. So I, <laughs> I just don't, I just don't run in those circles, man. Like, I have no problem. Like, dude, I will give, I, I will give my woman my last, bro. Like, not like, not like a girlfriend woman, or, you know, chick yeah. that I'm hitting, but like my wife, bro. Like, I would go out there and break my back for my, my fucking family, man. Because that's all I've ever seen Done. men in my family do. You know, like, nah, like, I'll go out here and work 16-hour days, six days a week for my woman to take care of the home and the kids. Now, there's a downside of that, right? Because guess what? I don't get to come home and rub in your butt, rub your feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't get... It <clears> is <throat> drawbacks. Yeah, we don't, get, we don't get to cuddle. So it's like, I live a life now where I, I try to balance that, right? Like, I live a life where it's like, yo, I try to make enough money. But I also make myself available to my son mm-hmm. and to whatever woman that I'm dating, right? I, like there is a balance there. But you know, when things get rolling, you know, when when we're in the next year, if we're touring, you know, and, I, and I'm dating a woman, I have to tell her, and I'm like, yo, like I got to be gone for three or four days. This is not me neglecting you. If we go on tour, would you hide your girl from the audience? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not subjugating her to that. No. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, I had a conversation with my boy today, and I was telling him, I, it was a girl who I really liked back in the day before I got married, of course. And I remember, uh, he was like, "Oh, why you don't talk to her no more?" And I said, "She don't know how to love, and I don't know how to deal with that." Yeah, and he told me today. He said, "Yo, you said that so long ago, and it stuck with me because I understand that now." And I told him, I said, yeah, I said, unfortunately, or fortunately for me, when I was younger, bro, I used to pay a lot of attention to women who witnessed great relationships from women to the main man in their life. So, for instance, if I would come across a girl who mom treated her dad like shit. Yep. You already know. That I already knew. Yep. (laughs) And I can't expect you to do something that you never saw. Um, or at least if you haven't saw it and was like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that. Absolutely. Because right? like a lot of times you'll see it and you'll be waiting for her to say, like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, like, up. yeah, no, nah, my mom be doing crazy shit. You ain't never got to worry about me doing that. Because yeah. if I hear that, then I'm like, all right, whew, cool. Yeah, we're good. Happy. <laughs> and I like and I told my boy, I said, yo, it used to scare me. And I said with that girl, she's a great girl. I'm super cool. I said, but she knows her mom treats her dad like shit, but it doesn't bother her enough. And for me, she never saw real love in her family, and it just didn't happen. And so I was telling him, I said, you know what's crazy is I ran across that girl later, asking her how life is going. She's doing great. And she was like, yeah, I just had to learn how to love. And he said, damn. And I said, for me, it was like, I only thing I'm thinking is, thank God I dodged that one. <laughs> but, you know, um, but, yeah, man, um, back to Tia. This is interesting to me. Um, celebrities got to be careful because there is this situation of, you know, you be liking shit. You know, it, it made me laugh when, uh, who was it? Obama had followed, like, Lisa Ann or Julianne, the porn star. Shut up. Yeah. Like, for like, real? Yeah, on Twitter. And, like, I guess he didn't know that, you know. 
and he, I, I gotta, gotta Google that. Yeah, bro, this this happened for real. Like his official account was following her. It was like wow. I mean, that's cool though. I mean, hey, look. No, it's better better porn stars. Hey man, well, it depends what kind of porn he likes. I don't know what Jillian. I don't know what type of porn she had. But we're gonna find out while we're doing the show it's today. One, it's uh it was either Julianne, no, who was that porn? I'm just, star? Gonna, I'm just gonna figure out like yeah, from, from, um but it's Julianne is cool. Lisa Ann is better, but it was uh oh, what was the girl? It wasn't even now I gave the wrong name. I already know it. Um but anyway, it's definitely better porn stars out there that you should follow. Um what's what's next on our agenda for today? Well, you know, so well, I guess we we were gonna talk about Yeezy. We we missed last week, but I think it's crazy that forty percent of Adidas profit came from Yeezys. That's that's mind boggling. The fact that Adidas would walk away from that, especially considering that Adidas and Puma, two companies started by brothers, were both members of the Nazi Party. Um, <laughs> that them walking away from forty percent profit margins. I, I I did find that a a wee bit unique. Um. But but I mean, Ye did the shit to himself. This is this is not going to be a pity party for Ye. Yeah, right. I'm not. Look, I'm not surprised they walked away because I I don't think you have a choice but to. Um, one because Kanye had been trying to get out of his deal with y'all anyway. Um, so much so that he showed us the deal that y'all own every design that he brought over there. So if you could still sell it under Yeezy, um, it let me put it like this: Kanye not making no more shoes and Adidas producing shoes. If they keep the name Yeezy, all best is all because they're now saying they're not going to call him Yeezys because of association with him. I'm letting Adidas know right now. You call that shit other something other than Yeezys, nobody's buying it, and you can't sell it for the same profit margin. So, but um, Barack was, Obama follows porn star Sarah J. Sarah J. Yeah, her and Lisa, her and Julianne kind of look the same, but it was Sarah J. <laughs> and if you look up Sarah J, if he's into that, then by all means, do your thing, bro. Hey man, that was in the middle of COVID. He might have. He might have been. He might have. Like, Did you look up what Sarah J looked like? <clears throat> uh, let me see here. It. <laughs> she's she's a mature woman. She no. She does all the milf shit. She cool. She got cool. her interviews online are actually funny. So he so he likes the milf. Maybe maybe he's there for the interviews. You yeah. know you know you know you know I would say with Playboy you read Playboy for the articles. It's like literally. <laughs> so maybe maybe he followed her for the interviews. It's thirty other porn stars in the milf category I, before you hit. Yeah, I, I I would never be able to follow like porn stars I like from my. Official account, cause yeah, y'all be like, oh, pfft, he wild. When y'all find my burner, <laughs> when y'all find my burner Reddit account, y'all gonna be wild. Y'all gonna be laughing. Be like, he wilding. <laughs> um, funny enough, I was in a damn. This is so off key. We getting back to yeah, yeah. After this, I was on Reddit and um, some chick tried to come at me, bro, because this dude was on um, he was on on a thread talking about how he was buying sex workers. Or trying to, but one of the sex workers told him he was too young. And he was like, he does it because he's in a long distance relationship. And I commented, I said, bro, he was, mind you, he was 23. Yeah. And I said, bro, I said, just cheat on your girlfriend. You'll be fine. And you'll save a shit ton of money. Why, why would he have to cheat on his girlfriend, though? Well, he's he already cheating on he buying sex workers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, he, that's what I'm saying. He already well, cheated. Well, yeah. But, so, so he see he see that as being noble. Well, he's well. The thing was, the sex workers that he was trying to hire kept telling him no because he was too young. Like uh -huh. they felt like he was young, so he was like, "I don't know what to do." And I'm like, "Bro, just go cheat." How, how old is he? He was 23. Might and how old is his girlfriend? My story. I don't know. Probably the same age. You know, dudes don't go. And too then much she cross country. Yeah, but she in college. 
It's probably yeah, so. Yeah, bro, she already smashing. Yeah, she it ain't, like, it ain't even cheating. You're in an open relationship, You're in an bro. open relationship. So the thing was, <laughs> this girl commented, and she was like, how could you tell this man to go cheat on his girl? And I was looking at her like, bitch, he can't get sex workers. He already, he already, he already down. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Like, like, bro, like, yo, like, he, yeah, you might as well. You might as well like, yeah, your girlfriend, 23, cross country. I, I don't know why men think that women do not enjoy sex. I don't know where that halo come from. Like, we did not do this. This is not our thing. Because we see our moms as, like, the only time they had sex is when we came out. <laughs> like, that's that's really... This is true. We do not think about... But, like, dude, like, I mean, just out of all the other women I've known in my life, man, like, every other one, like, all my all my homegirls yeah. growing up, I'm like... They nasty. No, I'm like, yo, they, they, like, they might get it in. No, excuse me, I said might. When I was in, when I was in from 18 to 22... I was not getting it in as much as they was getting it in, bro. Facts. I was not. Like, Facts. I'd have a good weekend, like, good Friday night. I'm good to, like, Tuesday. Bro, they going. They going. They going. So and, and the reason why, because, especially in college, because on Monday, they was like, no, we back focused on Yeah, books. they back focused on school. so on the week, it was like, <laughs> wow. But, um, so anyway, going back to Ye, I'm not surprised that they did all that. But, I mean, the funny part is they going to get it back. Now, my thing is, I wonder what Adidas is going to do because we can't sit here and act like Kanye didn't say them. Before Kanye, it was Dwight Howard, John Wall, and Derrick Rose over there at Adidas not getting shit yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, it was profit margins definitely went up. Adidas is definitely a bigger name now. Maybe that's why they're walking away. But at the end of the day, uh, I, was, I forget who pod this was. I think it's the brother, actually, in Winston-Salem. Um, but I, since I, since I can't think of his name, I won't, I won't say it. But he was saying... Anytime you say I've signed a deal, it's a bad deal. Facts. Right? Like it not, nothing is in your favor yeah. when you sign a deal. So a lot of just complaining that that we hear from entertainers and athletes, like, oh man, you know, it was it was a bad deal. Well, of course it was. Yeah, it's that's, not, not that's, that's the whole you. point. Like the reason why they call it a deal, because it's a deal for them. Absolutely. <laughs> Facts. It's not a deal for you. Facts. You should call it a fuck over or mm -hmm. a fucking. Mm -hmm. You know, but a lot of times to get on, you know what I'm saying? You know that you got to take, you know what I'm saying? You kind of got to take the bad that comes with it. Now, if you keep getting fucked, then again, it falls on you. We started this part off. You was like, yo, at what age do you, you hold somebody responsible for their own traumas? It's the same thing. You know, yay, yay knew better, right? Yay comes from the music industry, mm -hmm. right? So he, so he, he was a producer. So he knows what a, a producer credit is. He knows what a writer credit is. He knows what a singer credit is, right? Mm -hmm. He knows how much more money he made when he started doing his own thing versus prior music. Mm -hmm. He he also knows how much money he was spending that he had to take loans out against his, his against his masters and his yeah. property. So for him to do all of that, then go and sign another bad deal. Well, he loves bad deals. <laughs> that, that's my point. He loves he them. loves bad deals. So we can't sit here and be like, oh man, you know, yay, you know, I like everybody was like, oh, this is this is smart of him to get out of the, get out of his country. Like, bro, he he does he doesn't think that far ahead. Because if he did, he would he would have had a better partnership. Like what? Even even if you look at the deal that Jordan has with Nike, which is bad, it is a bad deal. Absolutely. Is, and he gets paid hundreds of millions of Absolutely. dollars a year. Yeah. And it's still a terrible, it's a terrible deal. deal. It's a terrible deal, man. It's like, I don't know. I mean, you know, like the great philosopher said, you know, until you're on your own, you can't be free. And it's like, we can't get that shit through our head. Yeah. You know, one thing about this whole yay, Kyrie, all this conversation is like, nobody's taking a moment to sit down and say, yo, let's actually talk within a black community. 
because it's a lot of arguing back. You know, my favorite part about all this is <laughs> white people ain't saying nothing. Well, on they Facebook, Twitter, yeah, Instagram, they, I mean, they just sitting back like they're fighting again. Yeah, I mean, what what is it for them to say? And you know, and it goes to like, hell, we, we I guess we we should go ahead and jump to it. We're gonna get to orgasm at the end of the pod, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess we should go on and jump to the ideal of that. We we've we've created this this ideal of African Americans, right? Like this house of mm. black, right? Mm-hmm. We, so there's this one house, and all black people fall in this house. Mm-hmm. And now we're starting to see that, like, no, it's the difference between uh, a immigrant from you know the Caribbean mm-hmm. and an immigrant from Nigeria and the way African Americans are. And, and, and we have this infighting because at the, at the, at the core of it, we are tribal. And I think that's, I think that's becoming the problem is that we're starting to delineate, right? There's a difference between how we as men conduct ourselves. Right. Yeah. And other men who look just like us, right. How they conduct their sales. Facts. But when we look at each other, we we're like, Oh, well they're all black. And I don't think, uh, I, I probably watched way too much Dr. Henry Clark, you know, <laughs> the past two weeks. And he was having this, uh, he was at the symposium and he was debating two other folks. Well, there was two people, it was him and another guy on his side and two other people on the other side and the moderator. And he, one of the things that he stated, he said, black isn't a proper name. And he said, it's, it's a mistake that we keep making, right? So he's talking about mm. the kingdoms and, and the nations that are coming in Africa, right? He was like, we use, we use black because that's a term that's been written in for us, right? But it's not really accurate. He was like, um, the proper name of a people have to be related to land, history, and culture. And when we look at, you know, do we have land in this country? Right? Yeah. We don't. We do not yeah. have land in this country. Um, do we have history in this country? Well, we don't have. It's not a. It's enslavement and an apartheid. And then the moment we get free, we're not even getting along with one another, right? Facts. So like, so we don't even have a, a good history. And do we have a culture and like our culture, everything that from from the 10,000 foot view down, every part of our culture really doesn't look good. Right. Mm-hmm. So this ideal of being a being a part of the House of Black, I feel that a lot of us are pushing back from it. And we're like, nah, I, I kind of got to find my tribe. Mm-hmm. I got to find, you know, my people, because the ideal of community, uh, this won't be the, the true etymology of the word. But if, if we would just break it down, you know, simplistically. Is, is calm unity, right? So whether you use calm to mean communication or commonality, we don't really communicate, right? Nah. There's not really any communication that's going on between the men and the women in our community. There's, there's no communication that's going on in between academia in our community and influential individuals in our community, right? There's no, communi- there's no communication and there's really not any commonality, mm. which, is why, which is why when you have, you know, the guy that goes by the name Dancing Gorilla, right? which is a Nigerian immigrant that's dancing around and making caricatures of himself as a, you know, weightlifting black man. Right. Mm-hmm. And he gets seen as black, but I look at him and I'm like, yo, that ain't none of, none of what he's doing is part of my culture. Facts. Right. But from the outside under the house of black, we all look like we're the same. And I, I do think that we need to, we need to start looking at each other and decide if we want to have the conversation of, are we actually the house of black? Or is it time to break ourselves back up into the tribal people that we are, mm. right? Are we going to break ourselves up into the men that want wives and the women that want husbands, you know, the, the city boys and the city girls, right? Is it time to come back and be tribal and just segment this thing out and we all go our own way? Because if we're talking about community and we have no communication, we have no commonalities, and we have no unity, mm-hmm. 
at, at some point we have to stop fighting each other and we just, we, you know, it has to be an active ceasefire. And the only way to create that ceasefire is perhaps we do need to segment ourselves apart from each other for a while. I know that sounds wild. I know that sounds crazy, but as much, the more and more I listen to, you know, several individuals for the past two weeks, the more I'm like, I don't know. Is that the answer in our community? I don't know. You guys tell me what you think. Well, I, my thing would be, if you go, let's say you go tribal. Let's say we even take this back. You know, the problem is, um, for, for those who know me and those who don't, I went to an all-white Christian school my last two years of uh, high school, right? And I say that to say my eyes was open. It, it it sucked going there, but it was a blessing in disguise <laughs> because I my eyes was open to things that at the school I was going to, even though I was in a white city, you know, it's a, still a 30, 40 percent black school. Yeah. You don't see certain things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But now I'm, I'm talking to kids whose parents make half a million dollars a year and they don't understand, you know, they don't understand why certain things are happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um. I hear that George Bush doesn't like black people from Kanye West, and I find it funny because, well, the people who I hang around back at home, they don't never think that the government care about black yeah. people, but they saw that as uh, highly offensive, right? Um, but I remember just sitting there in school, man, and listening to everybody go around and talk about the culture and the heritage of their family, where, you know, we Irish, we Dutch, we yeah. this and that, and then it gets to me, and I'm... I'm just black from Charlotte. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I don't know my history. I don't know my culture. And if I did, and if if I am to talk about it, right? Like if I'm to talk about, well, Mike, you know, tell us about your grandparents. Well, they grew up in an apartheid South. Yeah, you know, like that. Like, Absolutely, that's not really something to talk about. So it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, well, where, where did your people come from? I, well, I don't really know, right? Yeah. Start getting an idea once I got, you know, your, your DNA ran. But prior to that, I don't know. And so, I would love to see like the whole. I need to, that's what I need to save up for, for the African ancestry, man. Cause I would love to know that information. Yeah, that shit like $700, though. I would like to know. Yeah, too, it is. It is for like. For both, cause you gotta get the, ma- the, um, the paternal and the maternal side done. Yeah, and I wish, I don't know why it's so expensive. Well, I mean, they're a small company, a private company. It's, it's not, and they don't keep your information. So the, the way a lot of uh, companies do is they, they take your DNA and then it, it becomes their proprietary information forever. So they're going to use <laughs> your genome and combine it with everybody that looks like you. And then they can sell that to form, big farmer. They got dang. the sales. Yeah. So like, that's the reason why they're, they're so cheap. Whereas African ancestry and um, my heritage, they both would destroy your DNA information. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, you never know. You never know. Hey, that's what, uh, look, information is about to be exposed. Yeah. You, Hope you guys didn't give your money to FTX. Your information will <laughs> well, be Well, I mean, we, I mean we being told you guys with the crypto shit, uh, be careful with it. Stay the fuck out of it. But, you know, y'all didn't listen. So, you know, you at where you at? Hey, you are at where you're at. All right, you ready to have some fun on this pod? Where we, where, where we going to? Oh, before we go there, uh, two things, two PSAs for my black man out here. Um, okay. Do not, I, like, in these in these black male groups where, you know, y'all bashing women, because that's what you're doing. And it's cool, because I go to the women group and they bash men, so I'm not even going to say that y'all wrong for what you're doing. But stop taking random women's pics and post them in the groups to talk shit. That ain't cool. Wait, wait, wait. What's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just grab a girl pic and then you talk shit about it, right? You know, like, oh. look, we ain't talk like, celebrities, I guess that's fair game, because they are celebrities, but don't do this, don't do this to, like, just random you know, women, man. Like even even the grab, even the screenshots from the dating sites. Honestly, it's low brow, but I get it. That's a thing now. 
So you got to understand if you put up a dating profile, you say something stupid, that shit probably gonna be screenshot and go. It's viral. definitely on Reddit. I guess so. So I guess I guess we have to be okay with that. But for individuals that are not participating, man, like don't don't just grab a woman pick because you think she's unattractive and then post that shit and talk shit. That has to stop. Men call that shit out. And the second thing is, um, I read an article on a young lady that rebuffed um, some dude advances in Minnesota a couple weeks ago, and the dude. Have have killed her, all right? Like y'all dudes are so bad at communicating with women and talking to women. Like for one man, if a woman is not interested in you, bro, just let it go, bro. It's so many women out here. Just let it, just let it go. Like if a woman isn't interested in you, and I see, and the thing is, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I see this all day, every day, where men are upset that they go on dates. We it was probably like four or five pods ago, right? Mm -hmm. Where the dude had took took a took a young lady out to like the Brazilian spot. And he was upset, and then like we look at the receipt. He had posted the receipt, yeah. And, 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 and the laughing. shit was like four thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, you you a lame, right? <laughs> and y'all got the the food special. Yeah, okay. like you you know say you a lame. Of course, she is not a real date. She just using you for food, right? It's like stop doing dumb shit. Stop simping. Stop being lame. So, so you don't get so much into your feelings to whereas you feel like a woman owes you enough that mm. you want to hurt her physically. Feeling like a woman owes you something. Is hilarious. Like, it, 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 it is absolutely like, bruh. Like, you it, don't deserve shit. Yeah, PSA, man. Like, that shit. And, and the sad thing is, I'm saying this because I'm hoping that the bruh's listening. I'll take it back to those men because those men aren't even listening to this pod. Absolutely. You know, the, the, the tough part is, is we have to get into this speaking of tribes, speaking of family, speaking of communication. You have to get into those moves of, yo, when you say something, nah, bro, you can't do that. Nah, you can't you do that. Yeah. Um, I'll give you an example. Now, I'll say this. Y'all going to ignore this part. It doesn't matter. <laughs> my dad has been in my life before I got here. Okay? Yeah. So, listen. Don't, don't hold this against my father. Um, I'm talking about some chicks. And my uncle, I remember I was saying something. And I remember my uncle, he let me get the story off, everybody laughing. And I just remember my uncle coming to me inside to the side and be like, nah, bro, you was wrong about that. Like, you can't do that. And he, I guess he understood whatever I was saying. It might've been like when I was young, I, I know I was in college, you know what I'm saying? But you know how it is in college. It's, it's a plethora of women. It's not hard. <laughs> you don't have to remember nobody's name yeah, because yeah. the next party, it'd be somebody there and whatever. And he was just like, nah, you can't go through life like that. No. And I remember, um, and then he gave me a look like, I ain't even going to mention this to your dad because he already knew my pops was going to give me hell, right? And I just remembered, like, all right, whatever. You ain't have to tell me all that, but it's cool. And now that I'm older, I'm like, yo, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you'll hear, like, your young boys come around or even dudes that's your age, and they start telling you how they treat, react, and handle women. And then you sometimes you'll just be like, all right, well, whatever. And it don't never become a problem for men until one of those dudes try to date somebody in their family. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, it's like, no, you gotta stay away from her. And it, I mean, and, and some of it is youthful ignorance. I mean, yeah. you know, when when you are younger, but it does take the older guy to be like, all right, bro, you know, you're going in, you're you're going a little too hard in the paint. Yeah, uh, bro, yeah. you know you can't do that. Or, you know, a lot of times men remind men that you're like, yo, bro, you are getting older, man. Like that shit ain't gonna fly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or or what men normally do is just be like, you know, if they got one dude that's just a fuck boy, is that they just be like, all right, he can't hang out with us no more. They just start hanging out without him. Yeah, and you know, one time me, Ez, you good. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna air you out. But one time Ez, um, I was going back and forth with somebody and Ez was like, Yo, that's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I and I told Ez, I said, Why don't you say it in the group? 
so I don't seem like I'm the one person calling this person <laughs> the fuck out. And he was like, all right, all right. And it because Ed's head is like, yo, that's just the one person. Let's go ahead and just lead us along, whatever. Yeah. But no, nah, I'm, you know, and I, I've been working on my delivery with men. I know women are probably looking at it like, yo, he mean as hell to us. Um, I'm not. But lately I have been like, yo, when I'm talking to my homeboys or whatever, I'm like trying to find a nicer way or more respectful way because, you know, it's 2022. These dudes sensitive as hell too, as we just well, yeah, yeah. I mean, dudes, dudes are most definitely sensitive in their feelings because, I mean, their dads aren't around. And and, and a yes. lot of them dads were around, had, you know, was raised by soft dads. And this isn't a slight in anybody, but there, there's – this is the thing. If a man says something to you and you want to get emotional and you and the first thing you want to do is raise your voice, mm-hmm. bro, you and your feelings. Um, I do have a surprise for Mike. Hold on. Oh, goodness. Hold on, man. You got your uh, – this is this is my gift to Mike. Oh, you got the victory. I want you to hit the floor. So when Mike started preaching, I officially got him <laughs> shouting music on the podcast. So when Mike is about to go off, only thing he gonna have in the background is this. I just wanted to let hey, Mike man. know. I, I, did, did I, I, I definitely, I definitely <laughs> needed a praise break. Look, anytime <laughs> Mike about to go off, I wanted Mike just to hear I did that I did put. Hey, man, I definitely needed a praise break. Look, man, it's going to be great. All right, let's, this is the fun part of the show. Fellas, if your wife is in the car, you might want to come back to this. If she's not in the car, you can keep <laughs> listening. Or if you want to let her know something, you know, without saying it, <laughs> you can play this for her starting right now. All right, Mike, let's do this. So where, where are we going? We going to the sex. All right, so... <laughs> The last pod, we told you I was going to talk about this because this dude is sitting on a pod with his woman. I don't know if they're married. And she was basically like, she never came from oral sex. Right? Correct. All right. So, gentlemen, the only thing a woman values more than an orgasm is safety. That's it. Huh. That's the only thing a woman values more than an orgasm. It's safety. Safety comes first. Yeah, that's true. Safety comes first. Then, then it is the orgasm. Then it's probably money, right? <laughs> like, like look, look who Giselle, who Giselle went out with, right? Oh my God, safety, right? Absolutely. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like that's that's what that's the most valuable thing that a woman that a woman is going to value. The second thing that a woman is going to value value is can you make her come? So we so we're on we talk we're on the pod and the dude is like, yo, he's down there, he's eating, she's not coming. All right. Mm-hmm. Fellas, part of being a good husband, part of being a good man, part of being a good boyfriend is physically pleasing your woman. Facts. Now, I know this sounds like, you know, just basic shit, but like, no, like you do have to make your woman come. That is true. You you have to make a woman come. So we went to we went had an article and it was like women are not having orgasms during sex. Men can help. And (laughs) And it was a couple of things that I read in there that I was like, all right. We do need to mention this. Okay. okay. Yes. Right. First place. First place. Foreplay. All right. Gentlemen, we have to have foreplay. Now, we got time for none of that. Now, I know. Now, some of the women that are listening right now, it's like, yeah, you need to have foreplay. Now, look, only, if a, a man has to like you to give you foreplay. Okay. Because he has to be into you, right? So, so if a dude is just like trying to smash, you probably not going to get any foreplay. Or if a dude keeps smashing you, he probably really don't like you. <laughs> Like just putting it out there, but guys, like if you like a woman, man, you got you have to do foreplay. And foreplay starts mentally before it starts physically, right? 
So it's the look, it's the desire, it's the lusting after her, it's the compliments. It's all those things it's that's going to- It's the text early in the day. Yeah, all those things <laughs> are going to get her into the mood, man. Right? And, and like, like, like have, you ever had, have you ever like the hype the shit up so fucking high, then when you get to the house, you be like, God damn, I am not- I'm not ready to do all the shit I was talking Look, about today. Then you start drinking and then y'all fall asleep. <laughs> that's that's the problem. Like I'm not even like, oh man, like I really talked this shit up today. Yeah. All right. So the good thing is if you get if you're into if you're into foreplay, right? You've worked up mentally, um, and you've you've overpromised. <laughs> so by the time you get there, if you if you actually get into foreplay, the kissing, the caressing, the light hand, small of the back, back of the neck, middle of the back. Elbow, lower arm, pull into you, like all these things, right? To, mm -hmm. to get her ready for you. And then if you actually go move forward towards oral sex, right? Which is, you know, kissing her on the nipples, down her belly, into the box. Um, you, you're going to need about 15, 20 minutes of that, right? Shit. It's not, it's not, it's oh, not, oh, it's hell nah. not two, three minutes of it. And then look, this is what y'all do, right? Y'all go two, three minutes, and then you go, then you go put your dick in her face, right? <laughs> She's like, okay, me next, right? Where is it at? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. We, can't, we can't do that. We can't do that, fellas. Shit. Like the, the ideal is to pleasure and please her. All right. So after you do this and you get her warmed up, like, and I like, even like there's techniques like, look, man, it's a whole porn hub out there. All right. But find yeah. but find out like what like how she wants to be eaten out. Or ask her if she likes that. I um This is I, true. Not every woman likes it. Absolutely. I um had one girl, she was fine as hell. I never slept with her, so I don't know why I said I had her. Cause she could probably listen to this like this nigga lie. <laughs> um but it was a homie and I remember we was having a conversation about sex. And so um I said something about going down, you know, going down on chicks. She was like, Yo, I hate that shit. And I was like, really? She was like, I can't come off of it. Um, most dudes don't know what they're doing. It's kind of like, and then her thing was, you know, I allow it because some dudes get off on it. Yeah. She was like, but if you ask me, I'm just like, let's get to the other shit. So please, first of all, a lot of shit, a lot of this shit we're about to talk about can be cleared up if somebody start asking questions. Yes, I, and, I, and I was about to say, so even for her, right, she was like, yo, I just do it for them. Like, she has to, like, she has to vocalize it. But if she don't vocalize it, then guess what you should do as a man, right? You should be like, hey, I noticed that you ain't really getting off from this. What yeah. do you like, right? And then do what she likes, like, whatever it is. Like, oh, I want my hair pulled, or, you know, I want a finger in my butt, or I want to be <laughs> smacked. Like, whatever it is, just be like, all right, I'm going to do that then, right? Because my goal is is to make sure that you receive pleasure like part of being a good man is absolutely being a good lover like yeah. you can't just be a warrior because you will get replaced you know what i'm saying it just be like yo i'm gonna go out here and i'm gonna, I, I can knock heads off part of it <laughs> is like yo you, you gotta knock the box out too bro like you, you gotta do replaced. both or you're gonna get replaced are you gonna get replaced man like the ideal is to be way more james bond and conan the barbarian trust me absolutely and i know um shout out to one of my other homegirls she straight up told me she was like yo this dude is a good dude. He's nice. He got a he a little too cocky, and his sex ain't good enough to be that cocky. And <laughs> she dropped that nigga, and what? she sent me the text message. This dude was in her DMs, like, "Yo, please, you know, we need to work on it." She was like, "Nah, it's not good enough." Did, so she said she told she told him that no, she was telling enough? me that, but I'm like, "Are you gonna tell him?" Yeah, you got, like, you got you got you got you got you do women y'all do have to tell men that you know when our sex is trash. Now men, <laughs> okay. I would say we should have to tell women, but don't do that because that shit never gonna fly because she's never gonna say it's her. But 
if, yeah. you, if you realize what you like, you'll find women that give you what you like. But we're talking about us giving pleasure to the women. The, the whole point of what I'm saying today is part of being a good man is absolutely being a good lover in bed. Facts. Like you have to be a good lover in bed, man. And a lot of times we're not good lovers in bed because we're dealing with too many women, right? So we really don't huh. like anybody. So experience does not make this better. Experience <laughs> helps technique, <laughs> but it doesn't it doesn't help effort. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes effort, especially when you start getting older, man, like you you just you you can't slay several in a row anymore. Hell no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like that when you start getting older, it's like, yo, your shit start hurting. I got I got a good one in me, and I gotta make sure I get that good one to the chick I like. Absolutely. So part of being a good man is being a good lover and finding out what she likes in bed. Uh, so, something that, you know, a lot of fellas may not know is like, you know, tone technique matters around the clitoris when you're given uh, oral sex. That's going to be different sort of for every woman because every woman is kind of built a little bit differently. So you do <laughs> you do need to understand. A little bit differently, shit. Yeah, you need to understand that as well. And the last thing that men need to understand is that when you're having sex, you you can you need to know what makes her come because you're gonna get replaced. You you are gonna get replaced. As Gavin keeps saying, yeah. But no, but like because some some women need more stimulation during penetrative sex than other women for whatever reason because anatomy is crazy. Yeah. Right. So if she needs that. You need to know that, and then you need you got to figure that shit out. You got to figure out, all right, well, how am I gonna give a stimulation? Because a lot of women don't come from penetrative sex. A lot of women don't come from sex at all, and yeah. I don't want men like you're already dad. So y'all, we know you're already boinking out here. Yeah. All right. So let's get good at the boinking, so we get like, and being good at sex sometimes helps you get other shit done in life. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, um, what future said? Um. Damn. Oh, I got to find that line. Well, Bobby Brown said it best. Getting women is how I live. <laughs> yeah, Future got an amazing line. Um, oh, you fucking me good. You helping me win. Yes. I, I, when I heard that line, I said, oh, this nigga is a philosopher. <laughs> like, that is the greatest line of all time. Yeah. You you fucking me good. You helping you me win. You are. You really, really are. And the thing is, it's like, yo, if, you, if you're doing that, like, yo, she's going to be way more pleasant. Um, now there's a downside because when then she ain't getting it, she's gonna be mean as hell, telling you that too. Yeah, because she's gonna be like, Yo, I can't really get this anywhere else, and you being a jerk, so she's gonna be super, super mad. And then you're gonna get replaced, <laughs> you're still gonna be able to hit though. Look, and I, I say it like this, man. Um, I think we are getting into a place we're not that far off in age, but maybe like for our parents, it was a little taboo to be talking about sex, especially at certain times of a relationship. Yeah, I feel like now you can get away with. I think more women are understanding, especially mature women, when they know they're talking to a mature man. Um, they know that, hey, just because we're talking about sex don't mean that we're obligated to have they're sex. They're obligated to have sex when and we're going to so, jump into sex. And, and, you know, and that 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 is also, you know, a point is that if a woman, if she's like, yo, I'm celibate, not having sex, she don't even want to discuss it. Like, yo, you're not going to be happy there, man. Move on from it. Yeah. Like, and, move on from that shit. And, but what I was getting at, and you, I thought you was going to say this, this episode, because you are, usually go with it. Y'all need to figure out what she into and what you into, because y'all <laughs> might not need to be there. I'll try, yeah, I'll try not to not to go there today. But that's an absolutely good point. Is yeah. That, you know, because we're talking about her. So you do need to know what she's into. Like, like certain women... Certain women like to talk during sex or they want you to like talk to them in a certain way during sex yeah. in ways that you never talk to her, you know, in the streets, right? Yeah. But that oh, yeah. turns her on. So like we man, like honestly, bro, we gotta communicate. We gotta communicate with the woman that we're boinking. 
Yeah, I uh, there was a chick who I knew I never have sex with her, um, but she used to love to be disrespected, and I, you know, was like, "Yo, I'm not comfortable." You're struggling with it, yeah, because I'm not calling you a dirty slut, bitch. All this shit while we messing around, like it just threw me off. I wasn't into that. Plus, I was young. Yeah, exactly. When you're young, yeah, it definitely, definitely, you know. Shout out to her because she's married with a kid now. Yeah, so I dirty know, sex. I know what that nigga's saying to her. Oh I'm yeah, like, he, he get he he is getting it in. <laughs> I sent her picture to Jamar all the time because Jamar Jamar when we when all this was going on, I was like, bro, she want me to call her this, and he thought it was the funniest shit. Oh, he was man. like, oh, he was like, man, I love to do that shit. And every time <laughs> every time Jamar sent me her picture, he was like, yo, what you think he called her today? And I'm like, <laughs> y'all funny, Jamar. I'm gonna stop throwing you under the bus. Sorry, <laughs> you you do, but luckily him, he has an awesome girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. And I told Jamar today he need to go ahead and get married. He do. He do. He got a good girl, bro. Yeah, and y'all been dating too long, so you might as well do it. Your boy is really throwing you up under the bus right now. Yeah. (laughs) What is too long to be dating somebody before y'all need to get married? First of all, get married when you're ready. Yeah, get get married when you're ready. Too long long to date. I don't know. I'd probably say like four or five years. I think that's too long. Yeah. At our age, you know. In, yeah, you know, even in your 20s, it's too long. <laughs> yeah. Like, four or five years, man, like, yo, shit, get off the pot. For real, for real. Yeah, shit, get off the pot. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what you got going on this weekend? Uh, Not too much, man. I had a busy weekend last weekend. Me and Kiddo went to see um, Black Panther. Ooh, what you think about it? Uh, it's very gynocentric, but it was cool. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's definitely worth watching. Uh, Definitely the tribute in the beginning to Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? It'll kind of make you a little misty eye, you know, but I, you know, I, I was a G. And then they did it again at the end. It was just like, all right, man, y'all got chill. Y'all got but relax. um, you know, and, and it definitely, you know, fellow South Carolina Chadwick, um, it definitely it, it offers perspective. Um, you definitely wish he was still the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I they could have done a bit. They could have did a better story for the Black Panther series, mm-hmm. but they wrapped up Chadwick from the previous Black Panther, so I wasn't mad at it. Like the the way that they 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 really wrapped it up nicely from beginning to end. You know, I'm glad, even though I haven't seen it, I'm going to see it this week. Um, I'm glad they didn't, and maybe they did this in the movie, they didn't replace him, I'm assuming, right? But you know, like, you know, no, some, no, no, he, he hasn't been replaced yet. Some movies, they do that. Yo, somebody passed, so we get in contract disputes, and you know, we immediately what we go do, we go find, you know, let me tell you now, I'm gonna say this, and I'm not trying to be funny. What well, is this is hilarious. Um, if Michael B. Jordan didn't play Killmonger in the last one, he would have definitely been a new he would, black he, man. Yeah, there's only like five black people uh, well, that we put so in the movies. What, what, well, what I do like is here. So to your, to that point right there, if Ryan Coogler is not the writer and the director of Black Panther, then Chadwick probably is replaced. Oh yeah, and this is why representation matters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because someone understands the sensitivity. Because it, it wasn't just Chadwick family that was hurt. Because he passed, mm-hmm. but it was it was like black people collectively, right? Because yeah. this was finally a superhero movie for us, right? Yeah, and and it's like as black people, we're just like, yo, come on, we can't even get a superhero movie. Like we yeah. lose the Panther. So so if Ryan Coogler isn't there, then yeah, he probably is replaced. It probably is you know another black dude with a black head. dude that's placid <laughs> as hell, that's not as noble as Chadwick, because all of Chadwick movies mm-hmm. had purpose and meaning to it. So mm. I, you know, I appreciate even though even though I, I you asked the first thing and I said it was very gynocentric. It was. Mm-hmm. We can't take we can't take anything away from that. Mm-hmm. That it, it was that way. Yeah. But what we gotta understand is that if if Ryan isn't there, we don't even get that. It is probably 
Superman like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how the Superman movies were, where none of them are really connected. Nah. <laughs> and that's how Black Panther would have been. And I, I love the <laughs> interconnectivity. Uh, Ryan did a great job. So no complaints, man. Go see it. Look, I'm going to go see it this week. I got to figure out a day my nephew is available because he going to be hot. If oh I'm yeah, yeah, going. yeah. You be you be in mad trouble, man. Uh, my son. Oh, speaking of which, so my son, um, it uh, it was like an attire, like an event thing for the one we went to. So you you either had to wear African garb or like all white. Yeah. So we went to a little Africa store. I couldn't fit anything because <laughs> I'm fat fuck. But uh, <laughs> but my son, like you know, I, I get him like this nice clean white shirt. You know, it's like this African shirt, and he was I like you like. He was like yeah. And then he was looking at another one, which was just like this real colorful, you know, like Kenty cloth or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you like that one? He was like, yeah, he liked that one even more. So he gets that his African garb, he puts it on, and he looks up, he's like, yo, can I get the hat? And then <laughs> I was just like, yo, I get the hat and I put it on, and, you know, he's dressed in his African garb. And just like, as a black man, that made me so proud, man. Just like, my son, he's into that. So and then I was fuck with him. I was like, you want to wear it to school? He was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> come on man yeah so it, it, it's funny that you know here you know he's eight right and he still understands that like yo in america i got a code switch like yeah what code, can you do code switching we need a whole pot on that yeah yeah we do but you know we gotta make sure you're gonna be good at work <laughs> well, we can't talk about jobs at all exactly um look man i want to thank y'all for listening make sure you tune in every week we come in Every week. Please share this with three dads this week or just three black men. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. And shout out to all white listeners. Y'all um, y'all be on YouTube supporting, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate y'all. We be following into y'all timeline. I think, I mean, I, I think this is a period, man, where men are trying to seek out, you know, how to become better men. Better men. Better and like, and, and I, I don't even want to say like more masculinity, but we, we are in a society where it's like the only people that are, that are being put forth or people that misunderstand masculinity. So mm. we have to kind of come back in and be like, all right, no, this is this is what masculinity looks like. These are the men that we're attempting to be. These are the men that we strive to be. These are the boys that we're raising mm. in society. And get rid of this lack of mac- masculinity that's running around masquerading as manhood. So, <laughs> Mike is hilarious, if y'all didn't know. Um, and with that, we're going to holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy.